Welcome to the aid station. I'm Chris Robb and today we head all the way over to Stellenbosch in South Africa where I'm delighted to be joined by Anne Duplessis, the road running general manager for Stillwater Sports. Hi Anne, great to see you. Hi Chris, thanks so much for having me. It's great to see you. Yeah, great to catch up again and uh, we were just talking before we started recording you know 11 months ago we met in Lanzhou in uh, in China at the IAAF mm -hmm. road running uh, world conference right. and uh, how the world's changed in that period of time it's just quite amazing isn't it it is who would have who would have thought that this would be our new normal you know so yeah meet, meet, meeting, meeting virtually from the other side of the world exactly exactly <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, it's not all bad. There's lots of great things and, and it gives us the opportunity to have a chat on the aid station. And I'd love to start by just giving you the opportunity to tell us a little bit about you and your background and, uh, and what you do with Stillwater Sports, please. Yes, of course. Thanks, um, Chris. So I, um, I've been, the sport has been a part of my life always since I can remember, really. And I grew up along the coast in Jeffreys Bay. And then kind of, you know, did everything, loved sports. I had to be where the action was. So I took part in everything. Um, some, sometimes to my own detriment, I was um, just exhausted most of the times from all the sports. And coming to Stellenbosch, where I studied at the university here, studied sports science in marketing, um, you know, with, with some marketing and psychology and physiology. And um, yeah, I have been involved in sport organization and volunteering as a, as a volunteer at, at these events. Just, it's been always a passion of mine. So, you know, kind of just living really the dream. And um, then I started working, um, ended up in marketing in a big um, liquor, liquor company in, in Stellenbosch and um, doing all the activations and implementation of, of all the strategies, etc. And then after 10 years in that, in the marketing and corporate, I felt like it was time for me to, to change and get back to my passions. And then I, by then I, we had three kids already. So, um, you know, spending time, took two years off, spending time with the family and um, just assisting my husband with his business. And then I started working at Stillwater Sports. Um, it's a lifestyle uh, sports marketing agency company. Um, with a lot of variety of different events, mountain biking, trail running, triathlon, swimming events, open water swimming. And uh, I, yeah, I started there, loved it and kind of evolved. And, and in 2015, we, we launched our first big road running event. And that was really, I was from the beginning, from inception to the end, I saw it through. So it was really great to to learn all about the road running environment, mass participation, because this was really our first big event. So yeah, mass participation is really a passion of mine and it's been evolving and the, the, the road running series has, been, has grown from one to two to three events and it's a big series now in South Africa, the FNB Run Your City series. And um, it's received its label, labels from World Athletics. So it's really great. It's, um, it's amazing. So sport is just a passion and love doing it really and, and you're living the dream that's wonderful wow fantastic and you mentioned wow. you know three children and uh we were talking before we started recording that you know you got got three children that you're homeschooling so what what's life been like in in south africa around the lockdown and managing you know the, the children and what's day-to-day -day been 
here we our lockdown came very sudden um, i'm sure you know but uh, the next the, the one day we were free <laughs> the next day it was lockdown it was it came really really quickly in south africa and um, we've been in level five lockdown for five weeks and lasts uh, which no activities allowed so we can't go outside only for essential goods and shopping um, last friday we went down to level four which means that now we can get outside from six o'clock to nine o'clock go and exercise so the whole family's out you know my husband and I, we're running, kids are cycling next to us. So we're really making use of this, those three hours. Um, and then we get back, we homeschool. So in this time, because all the work gets sent to the parents and we have to oversee them. So it's quite a challenge. I was schooling three kids. So my husband's currently busy with the three of them and it's just questions all over. I don't know how teachers do it. Um, and then we do an hour of reading and then they do some gymnastics training in the afternoon so we're trying to keep busy trying to really spend the time with them and um, in between you, you you're doing meetings with the work you're working you're doing emails you're doing your planning for you know all the different scenarios that's coming so it's it's really a a whole kaleidoscope of different activities all in one day really and, and, and lots of juggling isn't it I've, I've had a few people and I, I can't imagine you know managing three kids I got a little five-year-old and like you say it's questions all day and it's wonderful you're having all this time together but trying to get productive work done is is, is quite a challenge <laughs> I find and, and I'm sure for you with three and you know juggling you you were talking about plan a plan b plan c type of thing what you know this just never never ending kind of you know scenario changing what what are some of the biggest challenges you're facing around you know managing your team remotely staff uh, and, and and the business at this stage I think it's everywhere and I think that came out of most of your sessions is just to plan and, and, and to plan for what, what scenario are we going to face? You know, is it plan A, is it plan B, C, D, E or F? And is it even going to take off? You know, it's the unknown. It's the, the situation is so fluid at the moment and it's the goalposts keep on moving. So it's really hard to, to put a stake in the ground because you can't. So I think it's, that's the challenge is to keep your, to, you know, to keep the team motivated, to keep them fresh and, and trying to get them to think of new things and innovation. And what do we do different? What, what can you do in this time that, that it develops you as a person and, you know, in, in, in essence, contributes towards the business. So it's, it's, I think it's in, it's everywhere. It's just, what do we plan for in the end? You know, it's kind of, you don't know, hopefully yeah. we'll be able to, and, 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 you know, we plan maybe to have an event in October, November, December, but then is calendar crash going to, you know, what, what's the effect of that in the end uh, mm. of, of the last two or three months of the year? We, we don't know. Well, so we're doing worst case scenario, best case scenario planning. And yeah, that's just, that's just the normal day. And I think that's a challenge um, globally, you know, especially in our business, because we are the last of the last to go back mm. to normal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, looking and within your business, time. you've got, you mentioned you've got that portfolio, even though you look after the road running section, I guess in some ways, kind of, uh, I guess a bit of risk mitigation and then you've got mountain bike and you've got triathlon and you've got a bunch mm -hmm. of other things which may be able to come back before your, your bigger mass participation running series that you're talking about around the country. So that, that must be something that I guess 
helps it challenging in some ways, but keeps the team a little bit motivated and stimulated to say, well, we are planning on, on the trail events or the mountain bike events that, that might have a chance to come back sooner. Yeah, 100%. As you know, like, it is a big difference between a 15,000 participant versus a 1,000 participant event. And, and with outdoor events like mountain biking, you, are, you can manage it well. You can allocate time slots. It's, it's a lot trails stay there the conditions you know it's more or less the same so i think definitely will it, it it really helps in these times to be diverse company to have different disciplines of events and not just set in one yeah. um, i think it's definitely advantage at this point and we are looking at bringing obst obstacle course racing our mountain biking and trail running back sooner so planning for those i know the other, the other discipline heads are, are planning accordingly and they can, you know, hopefully put a stake in the ground to say, okay, 5th of December, that's the date and we're mm -hmm. going with it now. So it definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, in, 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 in these times, leadership is really important. So you'll lead a division of the company and then you obviously have, you know, the, the leaders of the company that you, you interact with. Some leadership lessons that you've learned, how, you, how you're managing and leading your team in these times. Has that changed compared to what you would normally be doing if you're meeting with them face to face? And, and, and how do you find you're being able to be a, an effective leader in these times? That's a really tricky question because I, I'm a face to face person. So for me, it's really, really hard yeah. <laughs> to connect on, on, uh, on devices. And uh, I had to, you know, phone calls every week. Say, are you guys okay? How are you doing? Um, hang in there. It's going to get better. Um, and from a business point, I think, you know, our leaders and, and the managers in, in the business, they've been really good. And we've been spending a lot of time together strategizing on what's the way forward, what, get everyone's opinions. So that's been really helpful. But I think if I have to, to um, mention some things specifically, I think there's so much going on and on LinkedIn and Facebook and everything you know opinions of people and people saying a lot of things I think what stood out for me was um, there's a video clip and I, you probably saw it of Dr. Michael Ryan he's from the World Health Organization and really what he said is in in these times in times of travel you know don't go for perfection you have to act fast and yeah. it's it's really those things that you kind of know but you you're so afraid of making mistakes and you overthink all different scenarios and i think that sometimes is towards our detriment you know it's to act fast to when you get a hunch to go for it and to when everyone else is standing still you need to move forward and that's uh -huh. kind of the the lessons that i've received from all over you know the world really in essence um in how to apply leadership and to say when you're feeling down go out and go and spend the time with people not, not at the moment but um, you know, connect. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really the, the essence and the, the lessons that I've learned. That's a great point. And making a decision. I think that was the other point. He said, you know, we, we sit and yes, we wait for perfection, but don't make a decision. And I think, you know, the reality in, in our industry, we're, we're really well placed to do that because, you know, if there's a lightning storm coming or a thunderstorm coming, or if there's been an accident, mm -hmm. you have to make a decision, don't you? And sometimes you do get it wrong. And, 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 and that's just the reality of, of life. But, uh, you know, in mm -hmm. our industry, you sometimes are just forced. You've got to make that decision. And part, part of this that's made it hard is that we do have, although we don't know, when that end date is that luxury of time might cause people to get that kind of over analysis paralysis i think is a term that some yes. people use yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly 
Are there things that you've learned about yourself then during this period of time uh, that, 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 that have kind of come on a personal level or even a business level that uh, uh, you, you've kind of said, wow, that's a bit of a realization that, that you know, this, this time has made me realize that I'm this or that or. I think when you're confronted with yourself and your own thoughts so many hours a day, you really learn a lot about yourself. And you kind of see things that you never realized. And there is maybe not the best side of you that you don't want to see. <laughs> right. But uh, I've realized that I'm, um, I can really work on my communication skills. And saw it with the kids. And it came out with homeschooling. You know? and, um, and I think it really, if, if I thought of it, it, I could see it actually go, you know, relating back to work is, uh, you know, to communicate well, to make sure people understand. and. Yeah. Um, so to express and to, yeah, it's just to communicate better and more efficiently and more regularly. I think yeah. that's, that's something that I learned about myself that, uh, I'm not the best communicator and something that I definitely need to work on. Wow. That's a, that'd be that, great. Carry on. Sorry. No, but also, you know, sometimes you're so hard on yourself and to, um, and the, something that I've also learned in this time is to just step back a bit and to say, it's okay. It's okay to spend that hour reading to the kids. You know, it's okay. Mm. You don't have to sit in front of your laptop all the time yes. to make a, you know, it's a positive contribution. And um, yeah, it was, it's been, it's been a great journey. Actually. Well, that's, that's great. There's some interesting parallels. I interviewed Lorna Campbell, who's the head of uh, communications for the Abbott world marathon majors a few weeks back. And she, she was, just in the midst of training for a text help helpline. So they're literally so, you know, send, sending messages via WhatsApp and text. And she was making the point that, you know, every word I type is so important to be considered because someone sitting the other side of that who might be suicidal or, you know, suffering from depression or whatever, if I put that in the wrong context, and it, it, the point that she was making is that, it made me realize even in communication of how important one word written or spoken can be in terms of the outcome that you get from it. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a great lesson that you've gained there. That's absolutely wonderful. I'd love to end if I may on uh, and, and time's flown away already, but on, on a, on a, on an inspirational note, something that you've seen that's really inspired you in these times or someone who inspires you to, to help you get through this period of time in any inspirational stories that you'd like to share. There's, uh, there's so much, you know, I think when people and our human race, when we confronted with adversary, you really see the true colors of people. And, and you see, as I mentioned before, you see so many things on Facebook, but to really see in, in South Africa, the, there's, a, there's a big difference and a big gap between wealth and, and poverty, unfortunately. And to really see how people just overcame adversary and their circumstance. It's really inspiring for me. And it just makes me realize that, you know, we, 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 so, we so easily look at our situation and feel depressed and despondent. And, and there are people out there who, who have this battle every day, really. Mm. And yet they have this absolute gratefulness and this absolute mm. joy and this absolute vibrancy towards around them that, it's just so inspirational. This is one video clip and I'll send it to you. I don't know if you've seen it. It's about this woman who lives on the Cape Flats in an informal settlement. And this video where she shows her house and it's like as big as our room. 
and how just the happiness and how she's just so positive and inspiring you know it is just amazing and it's things like that that really inspires me so and it it's it's like how do i redeem the time this time because i think in our lifetime we will never probably never get an opportunity like this where we really locked in our homes with our loved ones and we have some time so to redeem that time with the people you love and with um the you know just making connections on on skype or on phone call putting picking up the phone and calling so it's it's really that and that's that's my inspiration and to connect to someone every day that i haven't spoken to for a while that's that's something and i want to challenge everyone who's listening to to do that so redeem this time because it's a it's a it's it's actually a gift that we that we have that we'll never have again wow what a powerful redeem this time that is uh, that is very powerful that's so wonderful connect with someone every day thank you so much and so great to see you again and uh, and there's some great great little nuggets there for people to take away i'm sure they're going to absolutely love listening to this thank you so much and wish you all the very best mm -hmm.